welcome to Pocket Guide AI, your number one AI podcast for executives. My name is Ansgar Bittermann, CEO of Goldblum Consulting in Berlin, and I'm your host for this podcast today. Our guest today is uh, Satya uh, Damapuram, Enterprise Ad Architect at Spinmaster, the company behind Batman and Superman figures, and uh, all of you might have had contact with his uh, company in the past. Welcome, Satya. Thank you, Ansgar, for hosting me today and uh, giving me an opportunity to uh, talk about enterprise architecture. Yeah, and thank you very much for getting up this early because you're in Canada and for you it's just six o'clock in the morning. I really welcome that. Thank and, you. Uh, but before we start, uh, we have a very interesting group today and I would like uh, our panelists to just um, quickly say who they are so that our guests will have a visual impression of who you are. Hi, I'm uh, Johannes uh, from Siemens AG, currently in the role of, uh, I would say, Chief Product Owner or Pro Portfolio Manager for AI-driven services in industry. I'm Isao Kobayashi, uh, comes from Tokyo in Japan. Uh, now we are 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah, And I'm now engaging, uh, consulting on a telecommunication uh, company. Yeah, thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Nicole Weidner. I'm working for a small um, IT consultancy in Germany based in Munich and uh, I'm also um, working in IT projects, uh, sometimes uh, also with uh, AI background, but usually um, just general um, software de development projects for, for big companies. So I'm interested uh, in hearing what, what we can hear from Shitsakya. Yeah, hi all. Uh, this is Sriram from uh, India. I'm working as a technical guy, SAP technical consultant uh, in a private company in Chennai. Uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, session. Yes, hello everyone. I'm very pleased to attend the session. Um, I am uh, Renu Agra, calling from Beirut, Lebanon. Um, I am a telecom consultant um, originally, and then I moved into management consulting and more specifically strategy and transformation uh, consulting, working mostly in the Middle East. Um, I did my MBA at INSEAD in France and Singapore, and then went back to the region um, um, with Booz and Company at first, and then as an independent consultant. And I am very thrilled um, since taking the course about AI, about uh, learning more and seeing how we can help organizations um, tap into the subject. Thank you very much, everyone, for attending. And uh, now we're giving the floor to Satya to tell us uh, interesting things about enterprise architecture. Good morning and good afternoon and good evening, wherever you are, guys. Um, this is Satya. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about uh, Enterprise Architecture 4.0. Like, you know, um, the reason I called it 4.0 is just like we are having Industry 4.0. Um, EA is also has been uh, rejuvenated and restructured in many organizations. And I would like to explain why and how that um, how Enterprise Architecture practices have evolved over the years. So firstly, before we go into the details, uh, I would like to make sure that we all uh, go through what is enterprise architecture, right? Um, you know, people think enterprise architecture is all about IT, but 
they 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 get it completely wrong enterprise architecture is not just about it it's a practice of analyzing designing and planning and implementing enterprise analysis and uh, why we are analyzing enterprise to ensure that how successfully you can execute on business strategies right it is all about enterprise architecture is all about business it's not just about it it's about a business but it actually plays an important role because it creates a bridge between uh, you know it and business so it ensures that business uh, structures their it projects and policies to achieve desired business outcomes and then stay on top of the industry trends and disruptions uh, disruptions using enterprise architecture principles and practices the word disruptions is very very interesting uh, to today's world because of covid uh, we've seen everywhere that there has been disruptions in business you know the storefronts have been shut people have started uh, you know new ways of uh, um, buying uh, you know their daily needs or their you know everything has changed the industry trends have changed so uh, businesses have to adapt to uh, adapt and extend their business capabilities you know like e-commerce or anything else so for all, for all this ea is a very very important foundation uh, uh, to businesses so i just want to re- reiterate right so ea is not just about it but it it is about you know it is a basically creating a blueprint you know blueprint means doesn't mean that uh, about a project right blueprint on how a business is actually going to run right so moving on you know why why today why is it very important ea today you know digital transformation the buzzword that every company is going through right so companies are investing very very heavy in transforming uh, uh, you know their it infrastructure but digital transformation is not just about it right it is about the people the process technology i would actually not use the word technology but i would say tools uh, information and also the 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 fifth element is environment right uh, environment plays an important factor on how a business actually runs and ea actually takes uh, account on all fronts that's exactly why ea is very important for the digital transformation technology people say technology is disruptive why is technology disruptive you know uh, people have ensured that ai put uh, ai and uh, iot and other other technologies are disruptive because they can make or break a business uh, if a business uses it for uh, for for improving their uh, improving their um, you know stability improving how they reach their customers it is it is going to bring innovation but you know the, but on the other side if if the if, if this technology is not used correctly it could also um, break a business so it is important that a um, um, mature ea practice uh, brings a stability into digital transformation how and ea practice would bring innovation by uh, looking into new technologies that can actually bring competitive edge to the business but not only that people have a misconception that ea is takes a long time and it's a boring practice but it's not ea brings 
agile mindset to the business. So once you know exactly the foundations of your business, you, you it will be very easy to spin up multiple projects and have your PMO focus on business value realization based on enterprise strategy. So EA brings agile mindset to the business. It will actually bring the capability of you executing multiple projects successfully uh, in, a, in a company o- over a year or over a, over a period of five years, right? Technology transformation doesn't happen overnight. It happens over over a few years. Uh, in fact, technology transformation uh, also have to make sure that you improve your processes. You improve, um, you know, you you also skill up your people to ensure that they are using the technology right. Right. Uh, EA also brings data driven decision making. It connects different. Uh, it actually connects different systems. Right. It actually ensures that you have the right data. Uh, to make the right business decisions. It also brings operation excellence, uh, improves cost efficiency. So you could actually use EA to improve costs. Uh, You can also manage all the technology risks that your business may have. And not only that, the more important, people are moving into cloud. When you're moving into cloud, it is very important to know where your data resides, how you're actually modeling your data, right? So EA brings all these different pillars for successful digital transformation. Now, the scope of EA, I mean, traditionally EAs were focusing on, you know, this is a very, very important subject, uh, the scope of EA. Uh, people were focusing on how and where, uh, you know, they, uh, how they are going to transform and where, where they're going to transform. That is focusing mainly on the technology architecture. The technology architecture comprises of infrastructure architecture, application architecture, data architecture, and security architecture. A lot of the people were actually only focusing on these. And so the EA practices were becoming expensive cost centers because uh, there wasn't much meaningful to business coming out of these EA practices. But since you start focusing on Firstly, why you want uh, why uh, in the business and what and when, which are the key pillars, then your how and where become, uh, you know, very meaningful. So business architecture is the foundation of enterprise architecture. So in case if someone says an enterprise architect is only a technology leader or a uh, a technology uh, enthusiast, you are mistaken. Uh, EA is more about business than uh, also about technology. So you need to have the right balance uh, from your EA practice to have uh, business architecture and uh, and then your technology architects will translate the business architecture artifacts that will uh, that will ensure that uh, the business uh, business vision is actually achieved. So you know how how do you go about you know. Uh, coming up with your uh, EA practice. So there are a number of frameworks and methodologies over the years that have been developed. You know, um, uh, TOGAF is one of the very, very useful frameworks that that has been developed by Open Group. Now, um, TOGAF goes about talking about ADM, uh, which is Architectural Development Method. The ADM cycle is very useful and it actually explains how your business requirements can change 
over a course and making sure how how to adapt your enterprise architecture practice for the changing requirements right so it, it is a very useful um, framework uh, the other frameworks which are useful are zackman framework right uh, and it can and then the enterprise architecture was very uh, very useful in business in not just business but also in government and defense so there are a number of frameworks that actually came out of defense so dodaf is uh, is actually uh, used by the us army uh, modaf is another framework which was used by the uk army and uh, naf which is also uh, a framework came out of nato architectural framework these are all talking about you know even the defense uh, runs on ea uh, and then a number of government agencies uh, like uh, fief which is a framework which is uh, built by fe uh, the federal uh, federal ea uh, fief stands for federal enterprise architecture framework and then you also have a treasury architecture framework uh, which is uh, also tief so you know it's it's EA uh, is um, is mature uh, mature practice and it's been used in government and defense. That proves that you know the uh, the businesses today uh, can build a very very strong uh, foundation and uh, innovate a lot more with using EA practices in their uh, in their uh, in their respective companies. So, you know, in the beginning of the uh, in the beginning of the session, I started uh, EA practices have been rejuvenated or revamped a lot of the companies are revamping why are they revamping because as i said traditional it centric ea practices have failed to meet the demands of the business so the cios or the leaders are, have been you know rethinking on how to change this how to adopt so gartner has actually come up with a very useful uh EA, uh, EA framework, which is focused on modernizing and developing enterprise architecture by adopting to business outcomes driven EA practice. So what is so different? I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, but, you know, it is important that Gartner and McKenzie, these are one of the biggest, uh, biggest uh, entities, they're actually focusing so much on enterprise architecture. That is because they want companies to take advantage of EA practice and adopt the disruptive technology to their benefit. And the, this basically EA is, a, the residents in EA is helping business leaders to deliver whatever are the priorities uh, of, of the business. Uh, you know, they, uh, whatever the priorities of the business, whether they want to actually improve a new capability in this in this disruptive world, or whether they want to actually bring uh, a differentiating uh, within their industry uh, from the rest of the from the rest of uh, the companies that are in their sector, whatever is their is their business strategy in order for those to be uh, achieved they are using the new framework. Uh, so what is the new framework? It is, it is an eight-step uh, process, which is called business outcome-driven uh, EA program. So this is not about how to implement EA practice. It is how to actually uh, bring in an EA, EA practice within your, uh, within your uh, organization. 
So firstly, uh, the, the eight steps are uh, can be executed uh, simultaneously or they can be executed uh, one after the other. Uh, it also depends, uh, you, you, to begin with, you can actually uh, implement them simultaneously. Firstly, the first step is about adopting the business outcome uh, driven EA practice. The second step is uh, construct a value proposition. You know, why do you, uh, you know, this is where we are focusing on the whys, right? And then start with business architecture focus. So that's the step three. It's all about start with your business architecture, start with your business blueprint. 90% of your employees do not know why does your business exist. That is a common thing. People know what you do and how you do it, but they don't know why you do it. So it is very important to start with the business architecture and then determine how, how do you want to place your EA practice? Where do you want to place your EA practice? Whether you want to uh, place it within the IT, where majority of the companies actually place their uh, IT, uh, sorry, place their EA practice within within your IT uh, organization, or some uh, some mature organizations are going with a uh, with a with a different approach where they are placing uh, EA practices. Uh, you know, partially under the business and partially under uh, under IT, or they're placing with uh, reporting directly to their uh, uh, C-suite, right? So it is important and how, how what you need from your EA practice and place the EA practice uh, accordingly. And what are the different skills that you need uh, also from your EA? Uh, it is important to have the right skills to ensure that you're, uh, you execute your strategy well. So if you're going towards uh, more AI focused, so you need to ensure that you have a few, a few skilled people uh, within that stream. And not only that, you also need to ensure that you create, a, you create an environment for your EA practice to be learning. So spend spend money on your EA practice, dedicate a set budget for skilling the uh, for so that they can go and and research on uh, on new technology that is going to help your business to meet the uh, the business goals and innovate more. So you need to bring that mindset of innovation within your EA practice. And the other thing is the governance and assurance. So what does that cover? So you need to ensure that you have some set EA principles, how it works, what, what, are, the, what are the rules of the EA engagement. So you need to also set up the governance and assurance. And then you then determine the business value metrics and then construct your EA charter. So this is the eight step approach for uh, implementing a successful EA program within your organization. I would like to spend more on this, uh, but you know it will it will take a long time uh, to explain this. But if you adopt to this EA framework, then you would be able to construct uh, you know a, a EA practice which is going to be helpful for you to adopt to these um, uh, to this changing ever changing uh, world of uh, digital transformation. It is all about digital business. So when I say digital business, it's not about uh, technology alone. It is about how technology is going to enhance your business. 
Uh, and I would, with that, I would like to thank uh, Anskar uh, to give me this opportunity to speak about enterprise architecture and why enterprise architecture is important in, in your digital transformation journey. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Satya, for this very interesting talk. And I really like that uh, you showed that enterprise architecture is not just about IT, but also about business and that it bridges, you know, as you said, uh, business and IT. And uh, I, I think a lot of us uh, have seen that the traditional IT-centric EA practices, that they fail to meet uh, today's demand um, in IT, also in AI. And uh, I'm really interested uh, to hear more about that. Um, but so thank you very much for this uh, overview about the new developments in EA. And uh, now I just uh, want to open the floor to the panelists for questions from you. I would have a question. So thanks for the the, the insights, Sacha. I mean, coming from the AI background, we always talk about how difficult it is to, to find the right people for this. And you said in this journey or in this transformation, it's equally important to have the right people on board. From, from your point of view, who do you think, which roles or which backgrounds are hardest to find to make this transition successful? So again, very good question, Giannis. Uh, so AI uh, has a, needs a special skill, right? So obviously you need, but before you actually take on an AI project, you need that, uh, you, you need to know oh, why you're going to implement an AI project and how you're going to use that AI to improve the business. In order for you to get that, you don't need uh, an AI skill at that uh, in the beginning, but you need someone uh, that knows about how AI is going to impact your business, right? So it is very important to have uh, a, a business leader who has an AI focus, right? Now, AI focus doesn't mean that you need a data scientist or you you need a uh, you need a, a, a ro robotic scientist there. You need a business expert who understands technology, right? There's a fine line. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, thanks. Maybe I can continue with another question. Um, so um, as you introduced this Gartner framework to restart the uh, AI, um, the EA um, team and uh, yeah, to prepare it for the um, new, yeah, let's say the, the new world uh, with digitization, um, What is the difference why in the past uh, it did not work? So this is what I understood that you need to restart uh, this um, enterprise architecture thinking to to be ready for 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 yeah for, for now. But um, what do you think was the problem that in the past um, it was so hard for AI uh, for for enterprise architecture to to really uh, um, have an impact on, on companies? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you, Nicole, uh, for asking the question. So uh, EA practices, as I mentioned, traditionally were uh, only focusing on technology architecture, right? So uh, they were mainly focusing on, uh, you know, uh, on things which are uh, more technology driven, uh, but they would actually depend more on the business or business leaders to uh, to provide that uh, business sense uh, to ensure that they implement uh, implement the technology and the business outcomes sometimes get lost in, in in this whole process not 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that every EA practice is, is I'm not faulting any EA practice, but if you bring in enough ba- good balance in your within your EA practice that uh, you have that leader uh, within your EA practice who who knows what why uh, you know why we have this business, what are we expecting from that business, and what is a, how is how is that technology going to be used. Uh, within the business is e- it's easy for that translation to happen right so uh, so this is what i mean i'm not there's a there's a there's going to be a increase in uh, in the demand uh, for business focused enterprise architects right so so the the architects uh, today are not just focusing on uh, like latest technology like ai uh, but they're also focusing on certain aspects of business as well Right. So if you look at, um, for example, if you look at, uh, you know, Anskar here, he, he's a he's a, a te- he's not a tech, just a technology leader. Right. So he actually is a, a serious problem uh, solver. Uh, when you can solve a problem is because when you actually have that business sense in you. So the, the, the change or the restructuring of EA is proposed by Gartner for you to get better value out of your EA practice. So, you know, it, your your um, your transformation project could could be five years, could be ten years, could be ongoing because we don't know in five years what what new challenges are going to be in front of us uh, in the from the, from from our, our surroundings, right? So it is important for for always to have that business value in the entire mindset of of your EA. So. Uh, it is important to make slight modifications and slight alterations, and it's not—it's not a setting stone that Gartner is saying this is the formula, but Gartner is suggesting this is one of the ways in achieving the best business outcomes from your EA practice. I think I think I, I really like what you said in the beginning that uh, digital transformation is not just about technology, but also about people and processes. And you talked about disruptive technologies, and disruptive just means to break sometimes, and uh, you know to break processes or to change processes, or also to change the mindset or what you call the environment. And uh, I think a lot of people think that they implement AI or implement technology, and everything else stays the same, and uh, that never works. You know, we all yeah. have to change together. You know, corporation comes from the Latin word corpus, which means body. And, um, you know, and if you chop off your hand or, uh, you know, or uh, grow in your feet, the whole body changes. And I think if we have that uh, yeah, analogy, I think that that's why we understand why the old approach didn't really work. Yeah, that's you. You hit the nail on the head, Anskar. Um, I think uh, I lost with uh, a few of the uh, words, but uh, yes, it is important uh, to actually you know why why the business exists in the first place right so it's not i mean technology hasn't come first it is the business which came first and then technology has enhanced that business to achieve uh, you know new milestones so it is very important to have that right balance uh, between uh, business and, uh, and and technology right and yeah i mean there will be more disruptive technologies that are going to come up uh, don't get me wrong. This is this is just the beginning, right? So, the the uh, the researchers are continuously working about on coming up with new algorithms that are going to give us uh, new insights, right? So it is important for us to actually 
you know, create that blueprint uh, of your business and ensure that you then timely introduce these new algorithms to actually, uh, actually, or or new uh, new uh, technology. You can adopt the new technology in a more meaningful way and uh, get the right benefit out of it. Right? Yeah, I'm totally agree with your thought. Uh, it is important for us to adopt uh, not technology fast, but business fast. And totally, we need to architecture of business. And uh, what you uh, introduced to us is truly essential part, I think. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- thank you, Sal, for your uh, valuable uh, inputs. And I- I'm glad you agree. Uh, with me uh, that um, you know business first approach would be more meaningful thank you very much Uh, we are slowly running out of time I'm saying it every time Uh, but uh, yeah it was super interesting I think we could have done uh, talk two more hours about this topic and I think it's just the beginning of a journey here Uh, so thank you very much Satya thank you for getting up so early and uh, giving us this uh, very very interesting uh, overview over uh, the new developments in enterprise architecture and uh, so thank you very much thank you Ansgar. yeah and thank you to all the panelists who came today thank you